What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Bears Den Trading Podcast. This is Medman, joined by my mentor, Grizzly. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, had some pretty we, awesome trades this week. With yeah, uh, it's been an amazing week. Yeah, we had uh, we had FOMC, and then a nice Lotto Friday right after. Some quad widget on Friday. Definitely uh, interesting stuff went down. So uh, yeah, we'll start off. Uh, we'll start off as usual uh, by going over last week, right? Some of those trades that you took last week. Um. Yeah, I guess if I had to pick a stock of the week, it would definitely be DocU. Um, yeah, definitely. I was going to say DocU definitely took off. I did not get on that train. Well, you know, it's just your typical gap fill trade. And instead of swing trading it, we just uh, day traded it. How many, how many days did we day trade it? Two or three different days we took it for a day trade. Um, and on Friday, it finally filled that gap. Um, I know Thursday we traded it. And on the daily chart, if you can uh, look at DocU while you're listening to this, you can pull up the daily chart. And you if you have the 9 EMA and the 20 EMA up, you can see on Thursday it, it made us move up in that gap, touched the 9 EMA. Then on Friday, once it got past that 9 EMA, it went on up to the 20 EMA and touched it. Um, just something to keep an eye on, how stocks like that tend to respect the 9 and 20 EMA on the daily charts. Right on, right on. <clears throat> definitely, uh, definitely wish I'd got on that one, but, you know, no FOMO allowed. So uh, we'll move on to the next one that I did get into, <laughs> which is MRNA. Yeah, that's just a, you know, MRNA broke some levels, some good resistance on the hourly. Um, we had good volume, and when MRNA moves, it moves, you know. Um I treat it as a scalp. So, you know, that type of trade lasts seconds to minutes. I was in and out pretty quickly, actually. The only thing I don't like about trading MRNA, as far as options go, the spreads. The spreads are not the best on MRNA, especially um, Friday when I was using same-day expiration. The, the spreads were just um, – they was right at the – they were right borderline. Like, do I want to trade or do I not? Um, <laughs> fortunately, I took the, you know, I took the trade, had a nice move. So I ended up closing out my trade, which I completely paper handed by a long shot. But I ended up closing my trade out like 20 something dollars per contract profit. If the spread, I was going back over that trade later that day. And if the spreads have been better, I should have been at 36 plus per contract. Um, that don't seem like a lot, but when you have the position size that I did, um, that's quite a bit. Um, but yeah, that's. I think I traded MRNA twice last week as well. Them two stocks were just hot. Um, awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually, I, I got one contract on MRNA uh, yesterday, and... I think it was yesterday, right? The 18th? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I ended up holding it and scared the living bejeebus out of myself with that <clears throat> with that little pullback it had. But the single contract did end up being worth $61. Yeah. 
by the end of everything, but I do not, I do not uh, recommend going through that experience for sure. <laughs> yeah. Risk management is definitely the smarter way to go. For sure. Definitely. Uh, I can't stress the importance of uh, risk management enough. Also, did did you see that move on on um, Nvidia? Yeah, that was an insane move. Um, actually, Brandon, like the uh, Nvidia came up on Brandon's TTM squeeze, I believe, on Friday pre market when we was making our watch list. Um, and for those of you who don't know, I've been making my watch list on Instagram Live as well. So if you want to come make your watch list with me live, check that out. Um, but Brandon comes on after he gets done making his on his YouTube live. And we were checking it out, and he said it was squeezing. And he was watching it above that 248.23 um, for calls. And, I mean, it when it ripped above that, it never looked back. Um, it went all the way up to 265.6 for the hive day. Um, for those of you that trade options, you know that is a huge gainer. If you'd had a big position size, that would have been a – life-changing trade you know mm -hmm. um, and i see it honestly now that i'm looking at this chart a little closer if you pull up the one minute on the video for friday um let me zoom in here where i can talk about this a little more in depth if you look at that uh at 9 32 that one minute candle that comes back above that 248.23 area then you uh the next two kind of pull back and retest that area again. You can see the kind of kind of like a mini bull flag on the minute chart. It kind of, it consolidates back down to that 9 EMA that which happens to be right at that 248.23 area, and that would have been a potential entry as well. Um, because a lot of times when we break them key levels, we always pull back and retest. I say always. I would say eight times out of ten we pull back and retest before we either fall through or continue on. I simply watch volume to help me confirm if we're going to continue on. Awesome. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's one I wish I could get in, but uh, that one's a little too big, big for my my britches just yet, you know? Those contracts well, I get mean, if you'd, uh, hefty. On same-day expiration, you know, it probably was small account friendly. It was it was pretty close, actually, I think. I, did, I think I did look at it, and it was some of them were getting near to under 200 uh yeah which is it's getting yeah. close to manageable for me you know but still you know they they can really just go off is the thing you know especially being um a tech stock and and silicone you know chips and all that stuff like with the shortage everything right now there's yeah. just potential everywhere for them to to just rocket for any reason so, man, might look at some spreads on NVIDIA. That might actually work out. I wonder how they... Uh... So, all right. Looking forward to next week. Um, I know you like to start with SPX, so how's it looking, man? As far as the technical goes, we're looking good. Um, I know we had quad witching on Friday or whatever, but 
honestly, I see three bullish candles on the daily chart on SPX. And looking at uh, QQQ, we broke, you know, we got above that 20 SMA on the daily chart. Um, let me pull up the weekly here to go off. Of, we're still below it on the weekly. Um, we could very well be headed back up toward it. Uh, but we still got to get past that 20 SMA on the weekly, which is at the 359.2 area. Um, let's fill that gap and let's see what happens after that. Um, we're, we're above the 90 MA. And from my experience trading this and just trading stocks in general, once we break above the 90 MA, like I was talking about on Docu earlier, you know, chances are we're going to find that 20 EMA. Just like when we broke below the 90 EMA, uh, we found the 20 EMA shortly after. And that's just how it tends to work from, from the back testing and just from experience in general. Awesome. So going back to, um, to, to SPX and, and how you kind of start your watch list with that, for those that don't know, why... Why SPX instead of SPY? Is it is it like the larger numbers help, or what is it about SPX in particular? Uh, why I look at SPX rather than SPY? Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's just, this is how you do it. It's S&P 500 index, right? SPY mm -hmm. is just an ETF made up of stocks. Um, if I'm trading SPY for like support and resistance trades, which you can see in my new YouTube video that will be out um, before this podcast will be out, actually. Uh, you, you simply find your support and resistance on SPX, and you base your trades off the SPX levels on SPY. That's just how it works. Um, nice. Awesome. I could, probably, I could probably talk about this for hours. There's a lot, you know, it's a lot to fit into. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can make a podcast about that alone. Yeah. For real. <laughs> uh, really excited for that for that video to drop, by the way. Um, I've heard the editing is pretty incredible on it, and uh, it's going to be real fun to watch. I'm in the uh, guy I got doing it. He's all right. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be um, it's going to be a legit educational experience for for those who watch it. Like it's going to really help solidify that base knowledge, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think people is going to really enjoy uh, me doing the weekly watch list live on Sundays. Oh, you yeah. Know? I let people kind of, you know, if they want me to, you know, do some technical analysis on some stocks they're watching, help them find some potential entry points. Uh, you know, maybe they can't afford to trade all the stocks I'm trading, which I always try to keep it small account friendly. Which you for, do a very good job of doing, yeah. by the way. Um, but maybe they want me to check out some smaller stocks, get them some potential entries, maybe help them manage the risk a little. Um, mm -hmm. Sounds like a win-win. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's going to be, um, I mean, also like such a compliment to like the daily watch list that Brandon does, I think, too. Like, yeah. I mean, between, between the two live streams, like <laughs> you should never not know what to trade. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I just, you know, the way I see it, I just like to add the most value to anything I do. That's just what, that's what's worked out for me throughout life. If you, I'm a firm believer, if you give, you, what's the word? You can't be selfish. I feel mm -hmm. like 
a, lear a lesson I learned early on in life. You got to be giving, caring. You know, you got to share. It, knowledge is not yours just to keep. You got to, it's your duty to, you know, put it out there for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, people say, you know, you make great money day trading, working, this and that. Why do you do this? Everything. I just, it's just my passion. It's what I enjoy doing, you know. It don't, I mean, it's a lot of hours, you know, I put in a lot of hours and stuff, but it really, it doesn't feel like work to me. It just feels like it's what I want to do every day, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and I certainly, you know, have been benefiting from it and, uh, also appreciate it. Like doing a great job at the mentoring and, um, yeah, like. You can, oh. I think people can tell that, that like you're coming from that place through your videos too. Like that's, that's pretty, I think it's pretty neat to watch, you know? Yeah. The only reason I clarified on that, you know, a lot of people ask me like, why do you do this when you make, you know, they, they, they legit ask me the question, why do you do this when you make this X <laughs> amount of money? It's just, it's what I like to do. I was going to ask you, Med man, um, what have you thought about the March mentorship so far now that we've begun? Oh, it's, um, God, it's just like, in, it, it's a wake up call is really what it is. You know, it's just, and I've been through a one-on-one -on -one with you and, uh, one of, you know, one of Brandon's mentorships before, and it just never, it never gets old. Um, you could take this mentorship five times and still, uh, come out with new knowledge, still yeah. come out with new knowledge every time. Yeah, I don't know when the next one will be, though. I've, I've had that. I've had at least 10 people ask me this week about when the next one will be. Um, you know, we talked about taking a little break from them because, you know, we've been going nonstop for the last year. Uh, yeah. But uh, maybe to answer that question, maybe we'll do one in May, do like a May mentorship. May or June, we'll see. Just keep, you know, you'll just keep, keep, keep the ear to the ground. Be in my channel. Keep those ears to the ground. Listen to the ebbs and flows of this podcast and Team Bowl in general, and uh, you'll know everything that's about to happen. I had a, I had a question for our audience, the listeners. I would love to hear about the stuff you've been investing in long term. Uh, maybe some of your holdings, crypto, long term stocks, dividend stocks. And I would love to hear about uh, some of your income sources <clears throat> and possibly even get some of you on to the podcast to talk about them. So if that's something you're interested in, reach out to me. We'll talk about it. Uh, see if we can't come up with some, you know, some sort of arrangement. I, I would absolutely be delighted to talk to some of the, uh, some of the traders and also entrepreneurs that are hanging around in the team bowl and stuff like that for sure. Yeah. But you did actually remind me of something that I wanted to ask you about because, um, it's been in the news and on my mind, crypto, man, what is going on? Man, I've, you know, I've not been adding a whole lot lately because I've, I've got quite the position already in crypto. Um, <laughs> but you know, everything's on discount right now, in my opinion. I'm yeah. not it's not going to dip anymore. It could very well dip, but this is money I can live without, and I don't expect to touch it for years to come. But you know, stuff like SOL, AVAX, um, even you know, like VET, Ethereum, stuff like that. It's all good buys right now. Um, I don't think you can go wrong, even with Bitcoin. Like 
I'm not saying it's not going to, I don't know what will happen. I can only invest given what the past has shown me, you know? So I just continue to invest like the world's going to go on. I can't predict what's going to happen, so I don't try to. I just invest like you should. And so far, so good, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, there, there's a lot of progress on the horizon for crypto too, because you've got things like, You've got things like Ethereum's what was once an upgrade now has become a merger between Ethereum and Ethereum 2. So it's, I mean, it could even end up being even more profitable than, than Ethereum 2 would have been on its own, I think now, or at least that's the notion I get from what I've read so far. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, people don't realize how we're in the new, crypto is still new. I know it don't seem like it, but, you know, when our kids or grandkids look back on it, they're like, you was in that when it first begun, you know? Mm-hmm. It, we People don't see how much opportunity we have right now. We look back on people from other, you know, the older generation and stuff. and like, wow, they had so much opportunity they missed out on. The same thing's happening with us. We just got to open our eyes and find it. Um, yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> The worst mistake you can make in this world is being closed-minded, in my opinion. Uh, for sure, for sure, and I and like, I think one of your most um, pushed points is like reading. Just just read stuff, and yeah. and you'll cure that. Like, <laughs> just read, man. If you can get just... to the point where you enjoy reading, where it's not a chore to you, where you can yeah. actually genuinely enjoy reading um then that's when you really take it in you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i remember when i you know i've always liked to read but i didn't like to read so much as the books i read now i like to read like sort of the same books you enjoy reading you know what i'm talking about anyways uh-huh. <laughs> now i only read books that's gonna improve you know improve my life make me money more or less just um, to clarify that it's the books with the the guy with the long hair in the wind and the open shirt that kind of you know not hardly that kind of the romance but, romance novels, right? No, I'm just kidding. It, it truly. And if you're not gonna like, if you don't like physically reading, listen to some audio books. You know, nothing wrong <laughs> with that. I don't believe we people. There's different styles of learners. Um, YouTube videos works better for some. There's plenty of educational YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Most slept on things that I've seen is free education. Like people do not take advantage of it. Um, You know, YouTube, there's so oh, yeah. much free content. Um, and, and like anything you want to do, let alone like business and stuff like that. Like it's crazy, yeah. crazy. And I realize like I always have my phone on me and stuff and I'm always looking at like um, different news apps and whatever else. I, uh, I mean, I realized I must read a few books a day, actually. And I kind of felt bad for a while about not reading books, like, you know, which obviously I I am now. Uh, but yeah, this book is this book is awesome, by the way, the one thing. Um, but yeah, I realized that I, I I actually read quite a bit more than I give myself credit for. Um, and there's a lot of ways you can, you can find stuff on your phone like that too, really easily. Like if you digest 
through your phone like that. You always have your phone in your hand like like I kind of do. Uh, there's always something to to read on there for, for whatever you want to learn, let alone the market. Yeah, I agree with that. What earnings do we got to look forward to next week, Midman? I know one is Neo. I know that one. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, I've had a bunch of people DM me about it, asking me what I thought, and I really don't know. Um, the, them earnings can go either way really quickly, and sometimes they, they just stay flat, and you lose. And you're going to lose regardless, you know. So keep in yeah. mind, it's like playing the lottery. Whenever you play earning trades. Yeah, honestly, I really don't know what to think about Neo uh, right now either, because like the overall car market is is pretty pretty rough right now. But you know, a lot of people are bullish on EV because EV. Wow, a lot of people are bullish on EV because of the state of gasoline. But also, nickel has gone up drastically, and you need nickel for batteries. So, like, where do we? it's just a tough one right now you know there, there's so many factors on this one yeah and neo has like i'm looking at the chart neo since um november of last year it was at let's see in november it was 44 dollars um this month it hit 13 dollars at one point so you know if we get bad earnings i don't know where it's going and yeah, I mean, have much further to go. Like, there's, there's not much more to do. Yeah. Um, maybe it'll uh, earnings. Maybe it'll become a penny stock or something. Let's see last earnings. I'm trying to see what happened. Oh uh, yeah, it sold off. Well, yeah, sold off last earnings. Hmm. Checked the earnings before that. Sold off the earnings before that. Not much. Not huge moves. Same thing. The last three earnings have been uh, made a move towards the downside. If that's mm. any judge of what's going to happen. So on Monday, we've got a few of note on Monday, a couple of note at least. We've got Nike. Uh, we've got Eurogen Pharma. Let's see, are there any others on Monday? Uh, nothing in particular. Um, and then on Tuesday, we've got one of my favorites, you know, Adobe. Um. I use their stuff like every single day. Uh, a lot of people I've I've heard people in the chat or in the in the Discord like trading Carnival as well. So Carnival Cruise Lines is coming up on Tuesday as well. Uh, I haven't actually. I want to look into one of these that I haven't really heard of before uh, called PaySign, but um, Wednesday. Uh, let's see. EVgo is one of note. Uh, Winnebago actually too, and I can see that. Um, I can see that kind of travel becoming something uh, something more pretty pretty soon here. And then on Thursday we have Neo, of course. And yeah, I think that's about it. If you're interested in food, there's Darden. You really love Olive Garden, but uh. Yeah. Any of those uh, grab your interest? Um. Yeah, I like Adobe. Um, I guess Adobe and Neo probably be the top. I'm not saying I'm going to play them. And if I, you know, if I do play earnings, you, 
my if I do play earnings, you already know I I only use profit from that day that I made day trading. So we'll see. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it just depends. A lot of different things. Actually, we've got one on uh, on Wednesday that I'm pretty interested in. It's something I've discovered since I've been in Georgia, and that is Ollie's. Good stuff, cheap. I didn't realize they were a stock. <laughs> Gotta say, I'm pretty bullish on Ollie's. If I'm being really honest, like it is pretty cheap. <laughs> uh, if you know, I don't know. I might play one. Just like I said, I'll just play with my. I'll be playing with my profits, and I'll. Uh, be ready to lose it all. I'm um, always I'm always looking at Adobe for something, and, and you really got to watch them because as somebody who does editing and photography and video and all that stuff, I use almost every single product they make. Um, but they come out with products without even like telling it to their their subscribers. You know, like they have like a they have like a full on YouTube thumbnail app. I'm not even sure how long it's been out, but I didn't even know that thing existed. So sometimes you actually, you, you got to kind of watch Adobe for random groundbreaking stuff. They're, they're kind of a sleeper sometimes. Yeah. Have you ever actively day traded Adobe? It moves weird. Like the price action is strange. Like it's hard for me to day trade it the way it moves. Don't get me wrong. I've made quite a bit of money day trading it, but like it is It'll, it'll move, then it'll just sit there for, you know, a solid minute and not move at all, then it'll just jump, you know? Yeah, that's very yeah. strange stock to day trade. Is there, like, a reason for that, uh, like, at all? Like, I, is it I just, like, the volume, I guess? Price maybe, action? I don't know. Maybe it's, like, a correlation between the, the particular price it's at and, and the volume that it gets or something. But it is. It's pretty erratic sometimes. New, new did some work last week, too. Yeah, and you? Yeah. Um, I'm up to quite a few shares on that. I haven't been selling any uh, calls on NU just because, uh, you know, they're, I kind of don't want to lose it if I have to sell it, you know? Yeah, yeah, they're actually... Um, I want to hold it. for. I'd like to see what it is about this time next year, see where we're at on it. Um, I did add some uh, hut this week to my long term. I added some sofa. Some PLTR, a little more PLTR. I caught it in a little dip, uh, which on Friday, all my stuff that I've been adding through these dips was up nicely, um, which I, I added a, most of my long-term stocks during this biggest dip we had recently. So, mm-hmm. you know, I had a great buy-in. Um, really happy with my uh, average. I see a lot of... Um... <clears throat> I see a lot of NU uh, on this four hour uh, touching the same resistance over and over again. And like, I kind of get the sense that it might, you know, go on sale a little next week. And if it does, I'll probably start my position um, with shares. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I might, I might start to work toward covered calls at some point with that too. Cause that's definitely something that I've really wanted to, to get started on. And and new is almost the perfect one for for somebody who wants to get started in covered calls. I've been selling covered calls on HUT. Um, I'll tell you something else I've been selling covered calls on. I'm probably going to get a lot of criticism for talking about this one, but CEI, <laughs> you know, CEI. 
yeah, the small stock, um, yeah. mini stock that was hopped up. You know, everyone else was trying to become rich off of it. I bought a bunch when it was like 60 something, 70 cents. Wow. And I've been just selling covered calls. And they've you been mean, like, I mean, it's really cheap stock. And the covered calls I've been selling, they've been, I think, I don't know, over $10. You know, compared to you can get a hundred shares for under one hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm so gonna do that like tomorrow. Over, <laughs> yeah, you're already getting over a ten percent return weekly off uh well roughly a ten percent return. I'll have no, to do it on over. Uh, it's over. I don't know the exact math, but uh I've been getting over a ten percent return to selling cover calls on my shares. I can't that's complain. A, that's amazing. Like yeah. and it's a level two is kind of even awesome at the moment like and it's a like they have like somebody's waiting to buy a bunch right there well i guess it's not really a bunch oh yeah the, the level <laughs> penny stocks they go crazy yeah um, they do i i actually have made money off of cei just just um i followed dumpster one day and, and bought some shares and that thing just went bananas absolutely off the chain sure like it was like it was like holding a contract in something, but it was just a bunch of shares. I probably I probably will start start rolling that one for uh for some covered calls. Get my Warren Buffett on. Them penny stocks have been hot, huh? Okay. Um dumpsters on fire like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like the INDO, um some of the other stocks he's been trading, I mean massive returns. And people keep asking me where they can learn about dumpster stuff. Um, I want to answer that really quick because I, I do get that question often. Oh, yeah. Uh, because Dumpster, he, when he's trading them penny stocks, he's really busy. He alerts his, co- you know, what he's getting in, but he, he really watches them. And uh, he has a uh, he has a section in the Team Bull Academy. Doesn't he, uh, Medman? Have you watched it? Yeah, I think he does, actually. He has his own, uh, at least one video in there, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. So he talks about some stuff there if you want to check that out. And if you're looking for that Team Bull Academy, it's in my link. You can go to my website, grizzlytrades.com. Um, and you'll see it right below where you join the Team Bull Discord, the Team Bull Trading Academy. It's pre- it's all pre-recorded. It even has a course that I teach in it. So that's something you want to check out. Go ahead and grab that. Yeah, and um, also Grizzly's YouTube channel is like just a treasure trove of educational material um i just go on there sometimes and and just look at the videos and uh sometimes i'll just like watch an old one just to see what it was about (laughs) yeah my end game with the youtube is just i want to create that youtube where people can go on there in one place and just learn how to trade you know free that's the my you know that's my end goal. It's gonna be a while before we're completely there, but this new video I got coming out, it's gonna teach you a, you know, one of the simplest trading strategies out there, pretty much A to Z on how to trade that, and it gives you some risk management with it. So, um, trying to add as much value as possible again. Yeah, I got to uh, I got to watch it like, you know, three or four times now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> learn something new every time of course you know it's the little things you know mm-hmm. but it's also like it's not like you just learn like a new definition about something when you watch these videos over and over you you learn a new like 
perspective or, or sentiment to you start to understand the mindset more as you watch it more. Yeah, and what people don't realize when when I was learning how to trade, you know, I'd watch videos that were too advanced for me at that time. But once I, you know, improve and learn more, I'd come back and I'd rewatch them and they made sense once I, you know, had a better foundation to learn off of. That's just something to keep in mind. Oh yeah, and that's one. That's one of the huge reasons the mentorships are so worth it because they, they you will always have access to those um, those class recordings, or in general, just class recordings through yeah. them. It's it's just so valuable. But also, your YouTube's like a freaking library. So. <laughs> All right, well, that wraps this episode up, folks. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and also check out Grizzly's YouTube at Grizzly Trades. Uh, also accessible at www.grizzlytrades.com. We've got links to Grizzly's YouTube, more education, mentorships, one-on-ones, and a whole lot more. So please go check that out. Remember, this podcast is not financial advice, but education. So please take notes and practice proper risk management. Have a good one.